0: Hey everyone, what's up today? I have a special guest in the studio. Actually, it's his studio, and I'm excited to be here with him. He's my buddy, he's my friend, but he's also a doctor. Dr. Stuart A. Martin, board certified, attending OB-GYN. He is also the maternal medical director here at a local hospital. He is my guest. You guys are in store for the greatest show of all time.
1: Thanks for building me up so much, yeah. I appreciate that. So stay
0: tuned. Hey everyone, it's Andrew Bustos of the Bustos Training Fitness Podcast. This is a podcast about life and fitness. You know what, DJ? Hit that music because it's time to start the show. Hey, welcome back, guys! Welcome back to the show, man. I'm excited. If you can't tell already, I am pumped up. I'm a, I'm just excited. We have Doctor Stewart. In case you guys missed the intro, we have Doctor Stewart Martin, OB/GYN of a local hospital. Man, thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you for being a part of this. Thank
1: you for giving me all that praise. I needed it today,
0: dude. I get excited. You have to realize I get excited because when I have a guest and I have someone to actually talk to. Mm -hmm. Because if if you're new to the show, if you're new to the show, I talk to myself. Yeah. But actually being able oh. to talk to someone, it makes it exciting. Really? It really pumps me up. Happy to be, Man, here. I got some questions for you because right. my audience is mostly female. And I hear this is your specialty.
1: Yeah, kind of focus on that world.
0: <laughs> awesome, man. I got some questions for you. But here's what I want to know. I want my audience to know is, is who are you? What, 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 introduce yourself to my audience, please.
1: It's just a, a brief life story. Basically. Yeah, tell me. Tell me, okay. tell me who you are. Tell me who you are. Well, I am Stuart Martin. Uh, I work and live out of Abilene, but I was born and raised in Houston. Um, kind of did all my education and training throughout the United States Did my undergrad at Rhodes, did my mm-hmm. actual medical training at UTMB, and then went out to L.A. for my actual residency and came back to Texas as quick as I could following that. Um, I focus on female health and uh, kind of Do everything that a typical OBGYN would do, both deliver babies as well as do surgery and do some specialized skill things like robotic surgery.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I'm a guy. All right, I have no idea what OBGYN stands for. So can you tell me actually what that is? Can you tell me exactly what OBGYN is?
1: That is an obstetrician gynecologist, (laughs) yes. So in essence, they do a lot, and basically they are the only field out there that takes the special focus of how unique female health, nutrition, physiology is especially in relation to pregnancy and beyond that
0: oh awesome cool it sounds it sounds good I've we've had we've had children so I've you know I can actually I've been a part of the 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 problem problem progress of the
1: problem and (laughs) there you go yeah
0: cool man well that's awesome so that's who you are that's who I am that's that's what you do
1: in a nutshell
0: cool so why do you want to be a doctor Stuart
1: um, you know, that's, that's an easier question for me than some of the other ones, but uh, I can't remember a time when I was growing up that I didn't want to be a physician. I think the tougher uh, thing for me in my specific life was figuring out what type of physician. Um, but in all seriousness, I... From even high school on, I had started to do a lot of work with Ronald McDonald House. Oh, and cool. The I didn't know that. The, absolutely. Yeah, I grew yeah. up near the uh, Houston Medical Center. So I always felt like that was an easy way to give back. You felt good about yourself. Uh, it just kind of was a really rewarding thing to kind of participate in. And being a doctor kind of means you are the absolute most integral part of that relationship and that healthcare environment. uh uh-huh.
0: Because you've told me this before, we've, we've talked about this before that you, you, you enjoy helping people.
1: Absolutely. I, I think, you know, with OBGYN especially, uh, it's a labor of love. And that's almost a funny pun intended there. Um, but we honestly all go into the field knowing it's one of the most physically, emotionally, mm-hmm. um, time wise demanding fields and disciplines you can go into in medicine. And it's not for the sake of it's just fun to deliver babies, it's the fact that it is so rewarding to be able to be at that very unique and critical part in a woman's life. Whether it's having a baby or having a hysterectomy because there is a little pre-cancer scare or something, but obviously the babies are a lot more fun and day to day, so that makes you feel good about going to work every morning. Oh, that's awesome, man. So
0: you start the journey, you finish the journey, you start the journey, right? Right. yeah, that's pretty neat, man. Like I said earlier, being a part of something like that uh when my wife and I had the baby. Uh you weren't here yet, right? Uh, you weren't no, here at the local hospital yet. yet. Yeah. You you probably would have been the doctor. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I am going to say it. A great one. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. i not going to try to name names here. <laughs> that's but you true. A that's great true. Position. But yeah, man. Um, but it, it's a it's a great experience and and I know you personally and and you're a nice guy, so anybody that gets you as a doctor. When it's High a praises. personal thing, right? Yeah. So I
1: think you really liked your OB and y'all connected well with him. And it, that may not be true for the next person off the street. And I really think OBGYNs and women expect a little bit more of an, a professional yet intimate relationship where they can be able to connect a little bit more on a personal level with their physician. Right,
0: right. No, I think that's great. Yeah. That's Dr. Martin right there, guys. Oh, good. In a nutshell, right? That's kind of a,
1: hey, I'm in a nutshell, yeah. right? yeah. <laughs> Don't <laughs> learn any more from right there. That's, that's all it. Nah,
0: now. man, you're more. Yeah. You're you're a lot more than that. And I really do appreciate you being on this show today. Absolutely. This really is really cool. That uh, I've been wanting to get you on this for a long time because my audience, like I was saying, is at least 75 percent women. Great. And and you can educate them. You can help them. You can guide them. Yeah. And that's what we're gonna do today. Okay. So I have some questions for you. Um, you, you mentioned a little bit earlier, like what, 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 what's the age bracket of the patients that you see, like dealing with, 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 with women?
1: That's a great question. And for really that the very first time we'll see patients is a little bit variable. Um, but usually it's sometime around early high school. So 12 to 15 years old is Mm -hmm. usually in that range. The first time a, a female will come to our office to establish care. And, um, with or without parents, it depends on the, the scenario and the presentation, um, but that's a very uh, separate visit and different and unique visit than the one on the 85-year-old that you're doing as well, and it has different health focuses and concerns and a- addressing different proactive issues, um, but really from adolescence until, until the end. Until the end, man. Yeah. You're there with them. Absolutely. That's cool.
0: How long have you been a doctor?
1: This is going on three years of being a uh, attending physician. Uh, I graduated from residency in twenty sixteen. Okay, yeah. okay.
0: I, I meant to ask that earlier, but uh, I definitely want people, my audience to know how long you've been doing this, and and that's sure that's quite a bit of time, man. It's yeah, awesome. I get
1: accused all the time of being an imposter. I look too young. I promise, if <laughs> I keep the beard going, they're I'm like, "Hey, can, can the doctor
0: come in now? Can the yeah. doc right? Yeah, can they come in? Because you're just too good looking uh, to be <laughs> in here, right? You're just too good looking and too young." No, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Oh, and and and. I want to keep this fitness related as well, right? Yeah, we want to talk about fitness sure. too because it's, it goes hand in hand, right? Health, being healthy, while having a baby or pregnant, yes, or not having a baby and pregnant, and right?
1: I think healthcare professionals are as guilty as your patients <laughs> of not listening to that factual right. based argument. Yes, absolutely. Cool,
0: man. Yeah. So, t- so tell me what are, what are some uh, what are some top questions that you get from your patients, all the ages? Like, what are some good questions? This is talking about fitness, my audience, right? They're coming to see you. What are some questions?
1: I mean, and I think, honestly, when we talk about especially nutrition and diet, I I want to actually let patients know that sometimes really the most qualified person is not their physician, although we put a lot of stock in physicians being these, you know, infallible resources of every bit of information they've ever read in a book, but really, In today's day and age i can give general guidelines and i can walk people through things but really if they're wanting a comprehensive analysis of what they're doing and how Mm -hmm. they're doing it wrong and how to correct that having a nutritionist or dietitian involved early on is really integral to kind of saying i'm taking this seriously and i want to correct some underlying behavior i know is not as healthy as i could be. gotcha gotcha but at the end of the day i am a firm believer in I believe you are, too, in calorie restriction and calorie maintenance as a way of trying to figure out how to help lose weight. Right. Because it all boils down to calories at the end of the day. If you're putting more in than you actually expect. Calories in versus calories out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I do think women sometimes, and I do not mean this in a gender-based thing, but women tend to be a little bit more victimized by our body image society, and so they fall subject to a lot more of the faddish diets here and there than men do yeah um and i just think the one that kind of gets pushed as a very effective diet method but is ultimately potentially very unhealthy for certain people is uh that kind of atkins or keto diet gotcha gotcha yeah don't realize that's a popular well. one right now absolutely yeah keto
0: is a big big topic yeah i'm sure you cars. hear that a lot
1: yeah i mean and so people i i Definitely know it is possible to cut 60, 70 pounds by eating bacon and yeah. chicken wings and all that all day, every day. The problem is, is that your carotid arteries ah. and some of your big veins will end up getting awful looking like they will be 50 percent clogged if you right. do that year after year.
0: Man, that, that is pretty hot right now. Yeah. I bet you get that a lot. Keto, oh, paleo, yeah. Atkins. Yeah. Hey, Doc, I want to I'm, I'm going on this diet.
1: And, well, and I'll tell you the thing about it is, is when patients tell me they're not noticing results with something that I would know to normally be effective, like if they really truly were not having more than a 2,000 calorie diet a day allowed, then I really want them to reflect. And so I'll, I'll take the time and sit there and talk to them about, like, let's talk about everything you ate today, everything mm-hmm. you ate yesterday. And you'll find a lot of people, myself included, at Weak times, you'll make rationalizations about why that's okay or, oh, it's, it's just one piece of bread a day I had. I gotcha. used to eat two. You really have to commit when you want to commit because you know me from my 30 to 40 pound bigger size self when I first arrived in Abilene. And honestly, it took me saying, I am going to fix this before yeah. anything happened.
0: Yeah, that's a perfect segue, too. That's yeah. my next question. What is your you next You know, question? that's the next thing right there, man. You kind of touched on it a little bit. You yeah. You've lost weight. Tell me yeah. about, like, let's head right into this. Your personal fitness journey.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, just to give a general population a, a confirmation of the uh, stigma associated with residency and, and how tough it is, it is as hard as anybody ever tells you. And I think it puts very extreme stresses on young physicians' bodies to the point where most of us don't end up having the healthiest habits going through that period in our life, and it actually kind of works against us. We're working to take care of all these people in the hospital constantly at the sake of our own health, the sake of our own uh, general well-being at times even. And so you do that for four years and you kind of get spit out the other end as a well-trained physician. But now you basically had all these healthy habits that have accrued over four years. And that's really how you fix things like diet and exercise, right, right, is you make it a habit. And so I've been habituated into eating literally a meal in 10 minutes or less. Like I could still do it to this day if I got to. Uh It's not a, a, a skill I'm proud of, but that's terrible. <laughs> Don't do but, that. But you got
0: time limits, man. You really do.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And so again, those restrictions forced me into bad lifestyle habits. And so when I got here, um, I think after about a month or two of letting myself have the, the southern diet as opposed to the west coast diet, which means heavily fried everything. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. I definitely hit my, my record high weight of about 210, 215 pounds. And at that point, Uh, I remember delivering a patient and her seeing me about six to seven months later after I first started here and her not being able to hold her tongue and letting me know that I was looking a little on the heavier side.
0: Oh, man, she lets you know know about it, huh? Yes,
1: and, you know, I I appreciated it through and through because ultimately that was the wake-up call I needed to say, look, this needs to change. I'm not happy with the way I feel or look.
0: Yeah, so so a lot of times even even general fitness, not just doctors, right? General general people, general fitness, there's usually a wake up call. There's something that hit you go and see a doctor.
1: Right. I mean, look at look at me. I'm a physician. I should know better, right? That's always what I think when I see examples of physicians preaching and not practicing what they preach. Right. So I think physicians are very guilty, especially in the way of preventative medicine sometimes telling patients, Hey, just get on a diet, just do exercise like this. Well, I can tell you right now, 100% of doctors do not do the kind of things they're recommending to their ah, patients, Ah, gotcha, right? gotcha. So I'm with I you. So I think, honestly, it's easy. Just like patients say, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do a diet regimen. I'll do that. You have to commit to it like it's going to be the way you live your life going forward. And that was the only way I did lose that weight. It wasn't any way other than knowing it was going to take six months to a year to really see realizable differences and doing it hundred percent commitment. Yeah. Basically viewing any cheat as that's failing the whole mission.
0: So you're you were ready to make that decision. Absolutely. You have to be ready. And that's something that I preach to this audience. Yeah. Is you have to be ready to know make that decision. That, but I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. right. You have to your mindset has to be clear. You gotta go, you know what, I really want to do this.
1: Absolutely. I mean that speaks into kind of medical counseling and decision making too. If you're not counseling patients completely on what they're agreeing to do for treatment, that's not a fair thing to put on them. No. So, uh-huh. You have to be ready for surgery if that's what's recommended. You, I will never operate on someone that's on the fence about whether they're okay with doing the surgery or not. That gotcha. means no. So you ha- like, life is about that. You have to have a flexing point where you say something has to change.
0: And you were ready. I was that's ready. That's why you got in shape. You, yep. lo- you look good, man. You really do. Because I knew, you. I knew yeah. you. I've known you a while now. That uh, you got here.
1: You could do like Jenny Craig photos on that thing, <laughs> don't, man. Don't, the I and like after. a before and after. Like Yeti, the fourth year. <laughs> no. Yeah. But but it
0: but it's but it is, man. You're a completely different guy. Yeah. Your your mind is a lot clearer too. I feel like. Absolutely. You're, you're a lot. To me, just looking at outside or looking in, you're a lot more driven.
1: Thank you. Yeah,
0: you are. You really are, and and I admire that about you, man. You really are. Even with this setup, I wish you guys could see this setup, which you probably will. This setup is unrealistic. Can we talk about this setup for a sure second? Thing, Holy can. cow, man! We'll, we will. We'll drop into that here okay. here a little later. All right. we, we really will. But I, I just wanted to be like, man, this thing is cool. We got the bubbles behind me. Yeah, we have all this. A this is bubble <laughs> Yeah, Sometimes man. Sometimes
1: they go crazy. They might just be flying by at light speeds. So. One's gonna hit me in the face.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing. Cool. So, okay. So tell me about this. We're talking about being fit. You, you've gotten a lot fitter, even fitter, I guess you could say, that's mm-hmm. a, that, if that's a word, how has becoming fit helped your practice? How has it helped your patients, your relationships? Let's touch on that.
1: Absolutely. So I, I want to say that a lot of us have some behavioral tendency that we believe is kind of our, our Achilles heel, right? Something that we kind of look to as, man, I wish I'd, I wasn't so lazy, or I wish I didn't always kind of have the attention span of a... Like a, a bird mm-hmm. you know, moving from here to here, and for me, it really is kind of as you can see from the setup later. Uh, stimuli, I cannot have enough of. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's kind of how I end up self-treating a little bit of an attention. Uh, I don't want to. I don't have ADHD, but I let's just say I, I could be on the spectrum if there was one. Gosh, gotcha, I guess. Okay, um, and so I found myself, especially when I was at my worst that I had very difficult times kind of focusing for long periods of time unless it was something critical like surgery. I couldn't read journals and stuff and sit down and stay intrigued. I really found, too, that I had to take a nap every day instead of eat lunch when I first started here because of how unhealthy and how fatigued my body was from all the crummy nutritional food I was putting into it and none of any kind of... uh, Cardiovascular stress yeah, yeah. to improve it, yeah. And so ultimately, it kind of helps you to, to focus your mind down. It gives you more energy, but you're not going to feel it tomorrow. In yeah. fact, you're going to feel worse tomorrow. That soreness from the first workout in years is awful. It's the worst, but right? Then you love it, right? So <laughs> you get addicted you, to it. Exactly. Yeah, you want more of it. I like the, the best workout to me now is one where I'm sore the next day, and I think you start to really, it's it's again, it's about life habits, about it being natural to you. So if you're having to focus on the fact that you're working out and thinking about how you're not gonna go today, it's probably not gonna be the time in your life that that transformation occurs. You have to say, I am going, whether I am like absolutely not wanting to go at all costs today. You can't cancel on your training, you can't (laughs) cancel on the gym, you've got to go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so it, you're you're saying it's got to fit your life. Yeah. it's got to fit your lifestyle. Yeah, and, it, and you, you gotta found gotta something make that worked. Yeah,
1: uh, you know, you know, I see you guys either at the very end of the day, in the middle of the day, when I can. I even am not a morning person, and I did that torture to myself picking OBGYN too, but because I felt so committed to changing my underlying health status, um, my fault. <laughs> um, we're good. We're back. All right, man. Here's what we we're talking
0: about. We we're talking about lifestyle, making this a lifestyle. Absolutely. So yeah.
1: I, I want to make sure and you've talked with me about this before. And I think that's a big, big point is. hey, <laughs>
0: We're back, man. Sorry. Uh,
1: and I want to make this a huge point is that people expect just like some patients expect a, a doctor to have some magic prescription pill that can fix some things and can't. Right. Um, people expect. That after a month of doing, you know, going to the gym three times a week, eating chicken with broccoli at dinner, that that's gonna suddenly have them drop ten pounds. Uh huh. No, no. The safe kind of amount of weight you should expect to drop any given week with a sustainable, but healthy, and health conscious diet is about a pound a week. Anything above that is actually kind of on the unsafe side. Yeah. Um. So in general just as your weight loss is going to be gradual, the changes are going to be very subtle over time. But when you come a year out from 215 pounds being 170, that took a year of commitment, really. Yeah. Um, and yet, yeah, it's great. The first three months was the most dramatic. But if I didn't stick with it, it wouldn't have been as, as profound as it was. And honestly, again, I, I felt like... <laughs> At times, that I, there was something wrong with me, that I had to have a hypothyroidism or something. Uh, why am I always needing to nap in the middle of the day, and I sleep eight hours a night if I can? Yeah. Um, why am I having such big midday fatigue issues? And really, it was because I was that unhealthy. I uh-huh. Not an issue anymore.
0: Yeah, man. You got energy galore.
1: Dude, I think I... Uh, yeah, too much energy. <laughs> no, that's good, man. Yeah. It's,
0: it's great for your patience. It's great yeah. for you. And that, that sums up all that. It, it's helped everything, right? Yeah. Definitely helped it all.
1: Oh, absolutely. If we're talking about how that has changed my life, that has changed my life. profoundly.
0: What about that lady that called you out? Have you seen her lately? I haven't seen her in a while.
1: <laughs> but I will say I did see her again about six months to a year after that. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I gave her credit where credit was due. So she said, hey, you know. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, you know, you gave me the wake-up call I needed, so I'm glad you gave me that unfiltered opinion. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know if I'd be here without you. <laughs> I mean, that's why physicians depend on their patients as much as the other way around. Yeah. You don't make a connection with your patient, you're not really doing your
0: Yeah, Yeah, right. Yeah, I totally get that. One yeah. time I actually told a lady, uh, I couldn't believe that she was in charge of a program promoting health right yeah and she was drinking a full-size coca-cola oh absolutely yeah and i told her i said i can't believe it yeah and i'm not normally the person that comes up to someone and says hey you're doing something wrong yeah. but if you're going to be promoting fitness right if you're going to be promoting those things you can't be doing that yeah. and telling someone else not to do it right. correct
1: don't yeah if you're not practicing what you preach don't preach it because yeah. it's hard for anybody else to listen to that yeah if y'all saw me tomorrow just laying on the couch and eating Whataburger like I used to. It's hard to believe that there's anything to be gleaned from my way. Right, right,
0: right, and that's good, man. Those are great points. Okay. I love that, man. Let's keep going. Let's keep going right. here, Doctor Martin. If I'm your patient and I want to start, so I'm a, I turned myself into a lady. Mm-hmm. Okay, I came and saw you. Okay, right, right now I did. Poof. We've done that before. <laughs> so I'm here, We're right? The other way around. Not a, yeah. <laughs> there, you there you go. And I didn't mean nothing by that. I didn't mean anything. I'm just saying.
1: I honestly. I know it's not a popular thing needed in this town, but that, that's why I've loved being in Abilene too, though, is I feel like in this setting, I am able to offer a few things that may not be traditionally available Gotcha. Here. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've been very happy to have some of the populations here that felt underserved uh, able to feel like they're- Oh, that's awesome. Able to that's great, man. Listen, to, Like V-backs, especially. I think V-backs in obstetrics is a big hot topic issue in Abilene and people don't realize, I think that there are some providers, myself among them, there are some providers though, if you do your research. Oh, cool. That's still available. Yeah, yeah,
0: I didn't know that. Awesome, yeah. So I'm your patient and I wanna start a fitness program. Where do I begin?
1: My easy answer these days, what I would literally tell a patient is go to Hendrick Health Club. that's where I train.
0: Yeah, there we go. Okay, uh, I like that I answer. That's
1: where you tra- uh, you train me at, as well as other trainers. Um, and I felt that you guys, uh, early on, uh, a trainer that's no longer with us here, I, I worked with a lot, and I uh, got to develop a real close relationship with him, and he could see that I had a lot of desire to make some big changes in my life. Oh, yeah. And he went out of his way to the point that He would meal prep for me because he knew my time was kind of limited. Yeah,
0: that's what we touched on earlier. Yeah,
1: Um, and that's kind of always what attracted me to Hendrick to start working here, as well as what I've seen over and over again is the employees are. We all kind of go that extra mile, Uh, and I've definitely told plenty of patients that the trainers at Hendrick tend to be much more, at least retaining their formal education of kinesthesiology and dietary nutrition. And so they'll sit down with you and kind of talk you through everything that you need to. I always want to send them to a nutritionist, too, because I telling you now, nobody really thinks about what they're eating. until they have to put pen to paper Yeah, until you got to show someone. Right. Yep. You you never eat anything all day except for that empty bag of popcorn, which is evidence otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah, man. So so you're saying so you're saying find a professional. Find I, someone that's a professional I in this. I think if you're
1: serious about it, it's foolish, because some people have it within themselves to do it all on their own, but not all of us are that strong. And I think that's really the best way to put it: is we're not all mentally capable of that profound change on our own, blazing our own path. Right? We mm-hmm. need someone there, just like a physician in healthcare, to be a shepherd to kind of show you the way to give you those tips to success. I like that, yeah. Um, so I just think doing that, yeah, I did the P90X thing. Ah, in, in P90X, yeah. You know, that, that actually was my best rebound back into fitness for a while before doing another failed life change. Okay, we have a, a guest Oh, yeah, we got a guest. We
0: got a guest on the show. That, right. I like that dog. Oh, he's all right. He's a, she he is. A, it's a he though, right? He he, oh, he's um, fine. You know what? He's a friendly. If he started barking, it would actually increase the ratings. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Well,
1: he bark? Wears a jacket. I feel like. Uh, Dude, he's got a jacket
0: on. Yeah, man. That's awesome. He's always
1: styling.
0: That he's cute.
1: Um, where were we?
0: Well, you were talking about. We were talking about fitness. We were talking about. uh yeah, Making this and part no, of you. Not
1: to try to make this a guiltless plug, because I, I personally have never had a better gym than Hendrick Health Club, but. You know, it it's about P ninety X, yeah. It's about finding ways to make sure your your once you commit to that plan, your plan is foolproof. Because there will be a time when you get into that change. Maybe it's a month, maybe it's six months, but you will doubt doing it all. You will decide you can have a guilt weekend and eat what you want. Yeah you need you, you still gotta you,
0: you still you still gonna live your life right
1: yeah and you're with still gonna have birthday cake with your dad when it's his, his 60th birthday you know right. whatever but things like that you have to be able to allow for but not when you're already in such an unhealthy state you have to make a drastic change at first you can't make exceptions for oh somebody brought cookies from a graduation party. Oh, I'll just have this one. You no, know, you, you'll do that every day yeah. until you don't anymore. Right, right. I'm, so, I'm gonna grab him real quick. Go ahead. He will run away. Get,
0: get him. You better get him. <laughs> I'm going. Yeah. So, so what, what Dr. Martin's talking about is this: if you, if you really want to make a lifestyle change, if you really want to see a difference, guys, it's gonna start with you. It's gonna start with you and you and you. If you want to make a difference in your life, you want to see weight loss, you want to see in your life, a change, you got to be the one that's going to want to make that change. You got to be realistic too. You have to be realistic. That's what he's saying. You got to be realistic in life. You have to, you're still going to party. You're still going to have a good time. You're still going to have a beer. We talk about this all the time. We talk about the, the Cheetos. I love Cheetos. You love Cheetos?
1: Uh, beer, alcohol, cutting that completely. <laughs> you out cut it was out. Tough. Yeah, you did. Because I love me a beer, especially when it's Friday afternoon and work is done and I'm not on call and I don't have a I don't have a baby in waiting. Yeah, like that. I love that beer.
0: Yeah, but you either, gave that up. I did. You did.
1: I yeah. I think it was over. Just to give you guys an example, I mean, I think it was over eight months before I ever went through any restaurant with a drive through Like, I yeah. refuse to do, uh, th- if, it, if it has a drive through you got to know inherently it's probably unhealthy. <laughs> um, the other thing was, I think the first time I had even a sip of alcohol was maybe four or five months after I was like, this is changing. Yeah. Because that's about the worst thing you can do other than have excess calories is have empty calories like alcohol has
0: man yeah i I, we should have talked about that earlier talked about it sooner because you really did yeah you 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 gave up all those things yeah you gave up a lot of stuff and it completely changed do you think do you think saying no did you have to say no to a lot of things
1: i think at first you really do because what ends up happening is by making sure people understand why you're saying no at least in your day-to-day life they tend to know that you're sticking to whatever. Big change you're trying to make, right? So, I, especially as a physician, there is countless opportunities with pharmaceutical reps yeah, and yeah. everybody else who come by. Oh, yeah, they bring all, you all that everything. Junk food. Yeah, and so you know, like I guess, like the weird thing I would do is, like when they would bring by donuts, it's like I'd open the lid, look at the donuts. I'm like, oh, that looks nice, but no, you get, you get a whiff of you're it. Right, huh? it's just kind of like you're like, you appreciate I got a it, I got it. Yeah. That experience, but you don't do it because why would I do that? I mean, that's going to just totally set me back. And yeah. that's the way I viewed it kind of like anything like that was a big setback on my progress to getting what I was.
0: Right. So you created a
1: habit. You created these habits, right? Absolutely. And, and if you make exceptions from the beginning, you will never man, have a goal. That, yeah.
0: that's really cool because it, it, it really does. We talked about accountability with a trainer, yeah. right? You talked about you hired a coach. Yep. You, you, you had someone say, you know what? I, I'm not gonna make my own food. Yeah. I need someone to help me. Yeah, right. And then now you've made this. You've continued because it's been over a year.
1: Yeah, it's easy to cruise control. My one of my closest friends in residency um, was a scion to fitness. I mean, the guy got down to about three or four percent body fat, and you know he did some things that I wouldn't have done myself, like put himself into ketosis and all these things. Yeah. And, you know, ultimately, like trying to get to where you want to go involves making sure that you are accountable to yourself. And if you know your weaknesses, like you will convince yourself into being okay with it. You need that partner to be accountable. Yeah. To, right? No that's, that's cool. awesome,
0: man. That's really cool. Dr. Martin, you're awesome. That, I love that. I love that. And I say Dr. Martin because I want my listeners to understand that you are a doctor. Yeah. Pretty you cool never, guy. You're
1: never allowed to call me that. <laughs> I, know, I was waiting. Training.
0: I was waiting. I was waiting for that. Okay, man. All right. So we've talked about fitness. We talked about your your profession. Let's talk yeah. about. I want to know about this side hustle you got going on. It's side hustle, dude. I want to know because because we're in this off, and they can't really. If you're listening to this, you can't see this, but you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to what watch this. They're gonna have to. Well, they're gonna have to see this, right? The, the live stream. I, I guess I could, right? They're gonna have to yeah. look at this real quick. They're yeah, gonna have to see good. this setup.
1: I guess let me see if we can get everything back
0: on. I think they can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this has been the, 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 I told you guys it's going to be an amazing podcast because we've had, it. I've had spilt water. I spilt water on this thing. I I didn't mean to. Uh. And he was, I knew he wanted to choke me and that's okay. you did. Not. I saw it in your eyes. I saw the, but I understand, but you guys have got to really see this.
1: Check this out. Look at this.
0: Look at this setup. You're not in this, you're not on the screen here, but you're here. The, tell me about this side hustle, man. Tell me about it.
1: So, yeah, I mean, one of the big things that <laughs> I guess I'm a testament to maybe the way, uh, video games can be a positive influence in somebody's life. Cause honestly, I grew up an only child. Um, I kind of, from I, I i was born in '86. I'm not gonna be uh embarrassed about my age here, so I kind of from the very day I, I remember growing up, maybe five years old, I had a Nintendo, yeah, I still did all the sports, did baseball, soccer, all these things, spent plenty of time outside, but I loved video games, and that just stayed with me throughout life, like a lot of the 80s kids and since then have had, um, with a, a a certain portion of it. Gotcha. Those groups. Um, and really, once I started to get into med school and being exposed to different things that were kind of cutting edge, that's when the robot first came on the scene. And I saw that basically there had been a medical device created that was going to be game changing for surgery and patient outcomes. And it looked pretty darn similar to the way I played video games with hand eye coordination. Uh-huh. And a screen as opposed to direct hand on tissue. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this was made for me. I, I need to do this. And I remember the physician back then, even when I was a med student, letting me put my, my head into the console. And with the way that works, it, it's basically like you're in true 3D vision. So you actually... Feel like you know that old magic school bus, yeah, episode yeah. So, where they're in the body, like you feel like your head is inside that person's body, yeah, and you have extensions to kind of do what you need to. And it's amazing what you can do. Holy cow, I yeah. didn't know that either, absolutely. Yeah. And so, okay, that's to explain how it kind of intertwined, that, that's how that's
0: how you got that's how you this side hustle started, right? Yeah, well,
1: I started to be like, you know, in today's day and age, we got, we got so many movements, right? Yeah, and I feel like there has been a counterculture really rise of proud video game men who Mm -hmm. are now in their 30s have kids of their own are probably going to unhealthily push video games on their kids hopefully not but they still want to be able to incorporate video games into their lives yeah yeah um then you find out that there's these websites and and places to go like twitch where these people do this all day every day 24 7 yeah and some of these guys are great, and they're super entertaining, but it's a little bit. Uh, uh,
0: so, is t- so is Twitch a little like, bit edgy sometimes? So, Twitch is is like a similar to Instagram, Facebook, sure, YouTube. Sure, like YouTube video. Okay, yeah, A lot okay. of
1: a lot of people on those platforms are also on Twitch. But what you're doing with Twitch is you're live streaming, just like you're doing over there on Facebook. Oh, okay. Um, you're live streaming whatever you're doing, and they have a lot of variety of things. People just do talk shows on there. People play music. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But the classic thing done was play video games and look at a camera of my face and and as I talk into the mic. Um, yeah. And so some of these guys are really interesting, and I was like, you know, I would really have fun with this. Now there's plenty of stories these days about how much money these guys make, and that's exactly why I felt like this was perfect as a fun side thing because I couldn't care less. Right. About the money. Involved. Right. Yeah. You you I just enjoy want a it. Yeah. yeah. And. It's been crazy how I've attracted just the right people by just being on for long enough. Most of my listeners or watchers tend to be in the healthcare industry uh, and video gamers. And I think really you see a a disproportionate amount of video gamers in healthcare because I don't know why it lends itself to it, but there is a lot of, I think, logic thinking in some of the less just violent video games and more of the strategy stuff yeah yeah you got to figure to things out yeah. yeah and so that's why i mean again people have gone on that are biomedical engineers there are nurses there are physical therapists pharmacists like it's just weird how much they wanted to see something where medicine could be talked about while just messing around on a video game yeah, yeah. fresh that day
0: because because l- outsider looking in yeah. and i train i train a lot of physicians yeah and you guys are stressed, okay? Oh, I'm just absolutely. gonna say you guys have a stressful job. Absolutely. And I think just for outsider looking in, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you get to escape for a little bit.
1: Totally. Yeah. It is my escape, right? Yeah. I mean and and that's where I felt like too it, it was my escape, but I I could share that escape sometimes with people and it allowed me to be social about something that I feel like for a long time. A lot of us felt like I mean my myself included like i didn't like the stigma associated with video games but yeah right I'm right proud and proud about it like you want to I'm a geek. I don't care. But you
0: know what? Now, with video gaming, I'm not a big video gamer. I have yeah. an Xbox, but the, the latest game I played was NBA Y or whatever, 2K19. You talk
1: about the sports games first. That's not a good You're not a good
0: game gamer, though. right? Right. And I know that. Yeah. But now, these kids, man, kids coming up, like, you can go to universities. You can get a job. Like, yep. this is the thing. Yeah. I this is it, it.
1: It's very, like, it's crazy. We were talking about that when we first started up, that there's this innate... Uh, tech savviness or tech literacy that kids are growing up with now. Um, Definitely at younger and early ages, parents need to be careful with that. I just got to make that disclaimer out there because again, uh, little kids can uh, actually have delayed uh, speech pathways yeah, and basically right. verbal learning. So you you really need to be careful about device attachment very early on because little one year olds can kind of wow. figure out what's going on with touchscreens. Yeah, they can. Yeah. They really can, man. It, it kind of separates you from what you're supposed to be doing, which is learning everything in the world like a little sponge. Cool, man. So yeah. so
0: tell me tell me what what's your what's your handle? Is there a handle? Is there like <laughs> a? I we got it. Do I yeah, press the button yeah, here? Can, just can I just hit space the bar? hit the space bar? Yeah, there you go. So so uh, tell me what this is.
1: So that is um, my graphic design. I'm not going to lay claim to actually having drawn that myself. I wish I could, but it kind of combined, I think, the two m- most striking elements of my stream, which is yeah. that I'm a doctor. So that ugly troll there is wearing a white coat and has a stethoscope. Um,
0: yeah, you, this is this is cool. I remember when you showed me this. Uh, and w- w- what's, the, what's so the, the handle? The
1: handle is actually Dr. Meta Troll. Um, and so that's a very video gamer yeah. uh video gamers love this name it attracts them because it kind of speaks a different language to them yeah yeah, to yeah. a lot of others it's kind of like what are you talking about but just to give people a little bit of an idea i think everybody these days knows what a troll is because unfortunately we're all victims to it yeah yeah um but the meta is something where it's kind of like the best way of doing something or the um, most successful strategy or character or ah, whatever I got in a you. game at that time. So I felt like saying I was the meta troll, nobody could get above me.
0: Ooh, I like, I'm like. i going to take that name and make it the meta training. Can I take that? Meta
1: training. I like
0: that. <laughs> I like, that's cool, man. So that says come get a come
1: get the voodoo. The
0: voodoo. Okay, I, I see yeah. the done now. I got to be in it.
1: character. That's why that's the So do you have
0: a voice? Is there like a eh! No, no, it's just no. your voice.
1: I wish I could be as outlandish <laughs> as you, but <laughs> there's I nothing. Cannot.
0: So what I usually do on the podcast is I usually do like a since I can't there's nobody here to talk to, I usually go, oh Mr. Andrew, what if we do this, Mr. Andrew? What if I actually go this route? Hey, Mr. Andrew like i
1: like based uh, loosely on Mr. Bill. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. yeah, 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 So okay. I try to I try to I, oh, no. And, oh no, hey there guy. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so because because I get I get a lot of interesting questions I won't say dumb interesting questions right and so I kind of play I kind of play that Hey, Mr. Andrew, what's going on there? Hey, guy, I was oh, you wondering. Do it to your viewers. I, I do. I tell them. Oh my god! And that's that's kind of like I don't understand it, but that, guys. but it's but it's funny. It's funny because they actually get the responses on these things. They're like, man, people will walk up to me. Hey, Mr. Andrew. Really? Hey. <laughs> yeah, man. It's weird. It is weird. You're walking, talking celebrity. Uh, nah, and nah, 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 nah. You are now, nah. dude. Yeah. We just gonna take so so. Where can people find you? Can they find you on Instagram? Can they find you? Where can they find you?
1: They can find me struggling to figure out Instagram. Uh, I, I have one set up but that is still in the works um the the video gamer thing i have is discord nobody else is going to know what the heck that is but um definitely twitch uh, it's on my facebook too my actual private facebook so if you're a friend or a friend of a friend you can find the link actually on my facebook page um but instagram i'm on twitter i'm on twitch everything you're i stream at least a few times a cool, week cool cool um it's always with the caveat uh, even with my guilds which sounds so nerdy to say out loud they understand i'm a doctor and so like there's times when i'm midstream i'm like uh sorry guys i gotta go yeah Uh, yeah yeah so it's good that there's a lot of understanding i have to go deliver a baby right i gotta get out of here i can't kill this boss (laughs) i gotta go yeah man that's
0: awesome Stuart. i you know i really appreciate you i appreciate you doing this podcast and again i'm sorry about the water Oh, the water dude. behind me, man, I didn't no mean harm, it's no still foul, working. Right. right? Everything yeah. is good. Everything's good. No, I really do appreciate your time. Your time is valuable. He, I, and I, I, I admire you, man. I look up to you. You're 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 my friend, but you're also a role model in this this industry, too. So I want to tell you, thank you for doing this.
1: You even saying that is either humbling or you're just. No, this good, isn't I part
0: mean. of it. I don't even <laughs> care. I would say t- I would tell you this even if we weren't doing this. So I really do mean that a lot. That's very you're you're also my friend. You're a good friend of mine, and uh, I appreciate you doing that, man. I really do appreciate you being here with us. And yeah. and uh, you're gonna you're gonna be back. We're gonna get you back I on here for sure. You you'd want to come back, oh, right? Absolutely. Cool. And make sure there's no water behind me next time, so I, know. I, I don't make that, that. No, one. you didn't. I yeah, did it. I, I did it. But I appreciate you, man. It's Guys, thank you so much for listening today to this podcast. Um, it, it, I hope this has helped you somehow to get started. If you're if you're new to fitness, if you're new to it, remember, you can check out Bustos Training, B-U-S-T-O-S Training. Don't forget, head on over to the Apple Podcast app. Head on over to Spotify. Leave me a review. Scroll all the way down. You can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok everywhere facebook good god every i know to take notes from this guy ah no nah, it's just everywhere man i just been at it a little bit longer on this end. you mm-hmm. you have to go deliver some babies today don't you oh uh, i'm off man. oh okay yeah. never mind never yeah. mind you're good I'm on vacation yeah right dr metatrol <laughs> is on vacation yes. <laughs> cool man thank you stuart guys Absolutely. and you know what i always want to leave you with you know what i want to leave you with it, is that sick beat